This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, you nasty, fucking weird freak perverts. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic, the only podcast currently playing in a maximum security prison to try to break the prisoners. That's right, they don't care for the antics of Stir Fry, Cordelia, Albie, Bello, and their elderly friend, Frederick de Bonesby. But you do, don't you? Yes, I know you. You are a podcast fan. I could smell you from a mile away. The crows took so much from me, but they left me my sense of smell. Although, I believe, in most of the fan art we've received of me so far, I haven't a nose. But I am chained to a book. When I first hit the scene, all I could talk about was how chained to a book I am. And then I feel like I started talking about other things. I started recapping the episodes. But no, I need to get back to my roots. I'm chained to a book. The aged pages tell me the story that I read to you now. Ahem. Welcome back, sports fans. Just kidding. To Rude Tales of Magic. When last we left our heroes, they were underneath the soaking mother. They were inside of its wretched, strange tunnels and sewer system, hunting down the resistance to try to get to the bottom of how to defeat that glowing blue heart in the city herself, Mother. But they were stopped by none other than a previous antagonist of Rude Tales of Magic. That's right. You know him. You love him, unless your opinion is different than mine. His name is Scrum Charles Fabulous. His middle name has never been included in the show before, but it is canon, and it is his birthday. Scrum Fabulous greets all of you with a large hug. This large frog man, he's a bullywug. He, uh, he goes to hug each and every one of you. He says, my dearest friends, I'm so glad that you survived whatever strange random encounters that I'm barely responsible for. It's no. good to see you. Uh, it's no. good to see you. <laughs> I, uh, I guess how, how, have, how have you been? Not good, my friend. Not good at all. It's been a very terrible time for business. This mother figure, she's awful. She gives everyone free room, free board, free housing. It's a, ter- it's a utopia. It's terrible. Not a single copper is exchanging hands. You know what that's like for a landlord? That and she's controlling their minds. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, and I don't like that either. But I, I see she's not controlling any of your minds. I see the tops of your heads are all clean. Clean heads, we call them. <laughs> yep, we're clean heads. Scrum, why didn't you flee to Scrum North? <laughs> a good landlord never leaves property on the table. <laughs> I will stay and I will fight until every home in the soaking valley, I call it by the real name, is back in the proper hands, mine, so that I can raise rents as I see fit. This is a competitive market. What am I supposed to do? I have to, I have to maintain all of these properties? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come with me. 
It's not just me here, though. We've got an enormous... We've got everyone here is in the resistance. Not everyone, of course. Many have been taken by mother. It's about 3060. Unfortunately, it's not the breakdown you want it to be. Come with me. And he leads you down uh, down these tunnels as he continues to talk to you. So uh, where, have you, where have your journeys brought you? Did you know it's my birthday? Oh, that's right. Oh, of course. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Every day is my birthday because of my siblings who I ate. There were more than the number of days in the year, so I absorbed their birthdays. That's Happy birthday. That's right. It's so nice to see old friends who don't try to kill me on sight. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, we met, um, well, we ran into Moira 2000. Oh, you ran into her? Yeah. Yeah. She's how we found out about Mother. I had wondered what had happened to her. Yeah, she's not doing great. No, mm -hmm. I wouldn't imagine. Mm -hmm. Not good. It was humbling. There were battles. There was a war fought. And there's a war still being fought. And he holds the torch under his face, casting ominous shadows all over his face. He goes, what side of the war are you on? I already know what side you're on, but I, I'm just, I, I've got a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Scrum will rise again, you see. <laughs> He is scrum, scrum, have you a man that God calls king? All right, here we go. <laughs> and he, he leads you to a, what is this? It's just a, a simple wooden door. There's nothing fancy about this at all. There's two torches on either side of it. And there's, oh, this is dreadful. Hanging from the, like a, like a, a grotesque Halloween decoration is the severed head of Bone Penis and Yero. <gasps> It's eyes sewn shut. Ooh. Oh, poor Bon Pies. Yes, he, he was beheaded quite a bit, uh, 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 quite a bit of time before all of uh, all of this happened with Mother. Though he lost his head. Wow, what happened to his eyes? Oh, we sewed them shut. It was creeping everyone out. When you die, your eyes stay open generally, yeah. oh. and trolls are so strong. We kept closing his eyes, and he would just open them back again, and it was icky. But you oh. just them shut. decided to keep the head ar around. Oh, do you have notes? Do you have notes for the resistance? Well, I have questions, not notes. I'm open to them. I am. I am always open to, especially the notes of an interior decorator, which it sounds like you are. Oh. Wait, you, should we get rid of the head entirely? Well, I guess I'm just. So but I... if we get rid of the head entirely, how will I do this? And he turns to the door and says, Watch me now with a wicked a while that I said we come with a funky style that gets us known for the show. And we mix the hip hop reggae if we say it is so. And fuck the naysayers because they don't mean a thing. Because this is what style we bring. Bone Penis and Euro's severed head responds. Now it's morning, last night's on my mind is something I need to get off my chest. And no matter what may come to shine, the dream will always be mine. Together, all mixed up, you don't know what to do. Next thing you turn around and find the person is you. For a freak might be the last, but the first could be the last. So just get off of your ass. And at that, the door transforms in front of you into a slightly better door. It's still seen better days. The torches, they go from bad to better. <laughs> yes. they're, they're, they're fine. The torches are fine. There was a, there was a, a wrinkled magic poster over to the side uh -huh. and it, it's, it's straightened. Wow. A scrum says, I'm sorry, you're not seeing us at our best. As the door swings open and you are welcomed into Scrum South. <laughs> oh. How does it smell? It smells terrible, thank God. Okay, thank good. 
awful. Did somebody die in here while they were shitting? Yes, unfortunately, <laughs> it's been a very bad time in the soaking valley, as we call it. At Scrum, it just takes over for me now when he starts narrating. He says, yes, sir, this is where the resistance has been, uh, has been stationed. Unfortunately, every time we send a search party up to sort of figure out what's going on, they don't come back. Mm. Okay. They get, yeah. they get mummied. They get mommy. Yes, they get mommy. That's very good. We're going to use that. Uh, and he, there is so this 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 is a large uh, this is a large room. This is probably, in fact, about this is a, probably about the size of I'd say like the delighted wife. This is your average inn in okay. here. There's a bar that's set up. There's uh, there's there's stolen flagons of uh, of, of ales and beers. Um, there's a there's a little chalkboard with a, a, a measly little menu on there. Uh, just not a lot. There's uh, there's gruel and dreams are the only thing on this menu. Not a lot of options on here, but there's plenty of drink, plenty of beer. Uh, people are moving around. Uh, there's wooden tables. Scrum, uh, he says, make yourselves at home. Welcome to the resistance. I unfortunately have a little bit of business I need to take care of. So just grab a drink. And uh, you're, when you're here, you are, uh, you're a tenant, which is better than family. So when you're here, <laughs> your family, not really, you're a tenant. <laughs> uh, I do charge rent though. So that will be on uh, the first of the month. Oh. Um, and I will take, I need a security deposit, of course, just for you to, because uh, what if you ruin my home? You know, what if it's my home really as much as anyone's <laughs> else? And, I, and I'm letting you in on it really. And I do all the repairs. So if you think about it, I'm the most benevolent man that ever lived. Well, at I'm least we're dealing with you directly. Boy. So we don't have to pay a broker fee. Oh, but you do, you do, you okay. do, and he le and he leaves, and he he uh, he heads into a back room, and he closes the door. As Scrum turns towards the door, Stirfry steps behind him, uh, ma making sure each step follows his step so he can't hear. He turns his head 300... <laughs> a crowded bar room with a lot of ambient noise. <laughs> he turns his head 180 degrees around and makes eye contact with his crew. He then makes the uh, zip your lip hand gesture with his hand on his backwards head as he follows Scrum into the secret room. Make a stealth roll. So that is... That's a 19. 19? Yeah. Okay. Scrum does not hear you. You follow him into the room. He doesn't hear a, a 20. It would have been completely clean. But at a 19, you step on a floorboard. He hears it and he stops. He goes, it's just a floorboard. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks into the room. You follow him inside. The camera does not follow you at this moment, though, Surfright. Instead, it sticks with the group. And group, you hear a, well, what do my wandering eyes do to feel? Oh, no. Four for tiny friends and zero reindeer. Hello, how you doing here? Welcome to the resistance. I, I believe I recognize y'all. Now, have I seen y'all before? I feel like we're in a knowing way of each other. I see you and I think of you as friends and as family of some some capacity. Now, if I'm wrong, then I am uh, stricken. Then may God, one of whichever God strike me down right now. He stops and he looks around. No gods have stricken me down. That means that to me, you are family. I see one of you is holding your hand up right there. That to me signals that you want to have a high five with me, Senator Pepsi. And Senator Pepsi, he's a halfling, by the way, wearing all white. He gives Bellow a high five. He goes, that's a high five for friendship. Now I know that we are friends. Although I do not believe I can place you. I'm having a little bit of trouble placing you in my memory. I've met so many people in my days. You see, I've got all these brothers 
and I've got my all these customers, and I've got all these friends. I keep an active social life. I also have ex-wives. That's the thing you might not know about me, Senator <laughs> Pepsi. Often married, rarely settled down. That's the way I like to do it. I like to have a wife, and then I like to uh, get divorced to that wife. I don't like that part so much. I'm always looking for Mrs. Wright. They don't like me so much. I don't listen, they say. They say, Senator Pepsi, you're always talking. You'd always talk, talk, talk. It's always give, 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 never take, take, I'm take. I'm Bellow. Maybe they it's always... Bellow? Yeah, we've well, met. why didn't you say so? Oh, we have met. I do yeah. believe I know you. You're the only tiefling I've ever met in my life. That makes sense that I would remember you in that way then. You are Bellow the tiefling. I will always remember that. I will never forget Bellow the tiefling. You know, I have a uh, strategy I use, which is my mind palace. I can I can just, I can go inside of my mind palace. It's a place I know quite well. It's a field that I visited when I was a child. Now, they see, a mind palace, you want to have a lot of uh, of different locations in there. Now, a field is just a big empty thing. Albie's right? going to try to follow Stir Fry. Uh, sure thing. Uh, you easily get away from Senator Pepsi, who is just zeroed in on Bello right now, describing his mind palace, and it's just a field. Goes, <laughs> now, I'll just put stuff in that field, and I, I lose them all the time because it's just oh, a field. You know, I got nothing to say, yeah. but it's my favorite place. They said, pick your favorite place, and my favorite place was a field. Fool that I am. <laughs> Yeah, what, that's what I get for having a good memory in a field. It's where I lost my virginity. Not I lost your my virginity oh. in a field <laughs> under cover of darkness. Don't worry, but it wasn't night. I'm a Christian. It was overcast. Is this to one of your ex-wives, or was this just no, a casual? No, not one of my ex-wives. No, it's it's possible to have sex outside of the bonds of marriage, I which agree. I myself have discovered, and it's led to many a divorce <laughs> for me, Senator Pepsi. I'm not a faithful man, but I am a good man. If you can excuse an adulterous affair, which many of my wives cannot, you see. <laughs> That's why I am an often divorced man. You said your name was Bello, and I promise you that I will never forget that name because I put it in my mind palace. You're the yeah, only yeah. I, I actually as, um, I stayed at the delighted wife once, but I've never been to. What do you call this? The underwife. <laughs> we do. As a matter of fact, we huh. do call this the underwife. I didn't love it myself because it, it gave me a, a mental image of an undertaker, which is the, that's the last person I hope to see in my life. I hope that when I die, I am briefly <laughs> conscious enough to see the undertaker dressing my body up. I want to make sure I have a good funeral. Only the best for Senator Pepsi, you I see. I hope you do, you know, too. I have family Senator, members who have and they were terrible. Yes. Oh, no. You had a good funeral? Yeah. Um, are your other brothers in the resistance? Of, well, some of them are and some of them. And he sadly looks down and says, are not. Some of them left town? No. No, they did not. Two of my brothers, and I'm sorry now to become so quiet and solemn, two of my brothers have been taken by mother. Oh, I'm so sorry, Senator. And they work now for her. You might remember them. If you do remember me, you might as well remember my brothers, Pipsy and Strong. <gasps> They've been taken from us. Taken just like my other brother, whose name I don't dare say. Oh, what the hell? I'll say it to you right now. I've got another brother no one's ever met. For his name is... He takes his hat off and he puts it to his chest. Fallen Pepsi. Oh my gosh. We didn't hear about Fallen Pepsi. Few have. He was named after what happened to him. He died. He's a fallen man. <laughs> he was... Forgive me for saying this, Senator, but I think Strong was my favorite of you all. I understand. I had a certain fondness for Strong myself. Now, when I look in the mirror, I see Senator Pepsi looking back at me, and I like who I see. I tell you, and I, did, I like Senator myself. too. I don't blame you, but it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter to me where I rank among my brothers. I've always said ranking brothers is the first step on a road to a big family fight. You should continue <laughs> this with my friend Cordelia. I'm going to go get a beer. 
Okay, I, I would love to allow you to get a beer. And he turns to Cordelia and says, Cordelia, your name is Cordelia? Bello, uh, yep. Bello, your name is Bello. Okay, I will never forget. I will lock that away in my mind palace, which is a field, by the way. Now, uh, Stir Fry, um, <sighs> you are inside of Scrum's, uh, of Scrum's back office. It's just you and Scrum in there. Scrum takes a deep breath. He looks out where a window would be. Instead, it's just a poster of a window. <laughs> And he sighs. He takes his toupee off. He sadly sets it on a hat rack. Takes a deep breath. He says, oh, Scrum. What are you going to do? He takes a deep breath and he gets out his books and he starts looking through them. So uh, what does Stir Fry see in this office? Uh, Stir Fry, it is a, it's a small office. Um, it is as as baroquely decorated as is possible uh here it's a little bit alley cat chic you know how like alley cats and cartoons will like they'll make a meal out of a trash can lid you know like the, it's like that kind of uh in fact there is a trash can lid here uh and there's a, a little card on it that says fancy plate uh it is um some of scrums there's a poster of a window looking out on a beautiful tropical vista but it's just a poster um there are books uh there's a cabinet uh, and there is a single uh, slowly turning ceiling fan above Scrum. A single pixie tied to the, a string illuminate with a flickering ass illuminates uh, <laughs> the room as, as Scrum sits at a large desk. There's a, um, it looks like a, uh, he grabbed the chair just like off the street that somebody was just like putting out for like, hey, we don't want this chair anymore, you know, and like, uh, just, you know, you grab a mattress and you get bed bugs. It's like one of those, like, uh, this is a big leather chair like that. It's not as nice as the stuff you're used to seeing around Scrum. And for the first time, you're seeing his bald head. Mr. Fry sidles up behind Scrum. I put my hand over his head and take out my knife at the same time. I then, in the same breath, push his head down and put the knife right in front of his throat. Oh, good God! Goodness gracious! <laughs> Buy me a drink first! I swear to God! Hello! And he's going to grab your hand with uh, one swift movement. And Stir Fry, you have never been, like, grabbed by Scrum before. And there is a uh, chilling amount of strength behind the grab. Uh, yeah. He's like, he's got your wrist in his hand. And he, he wheels around and he looks to you and says, Goodness gracious! Hello! You have tried to hurt me and my friends many times, and I made a vow that anyone who tried to hurt us won't hurt us anymore. And I don't believe you won't hurt us anymore. Good God, you could just say as much to me. Look, I am a businessman. I am a man of business. Yes, there was profit in hurting you before. So, sue me. I'm sorry, I didn't... I got off the lily pad by... by seeing an opportunity in front of me and seizing it. And so I did. I'm sorry. Do you think you are the first person who has tried to extract revenge on me for something like that? Not gonna happen, bucko. And at that, he twi he uh, he turns your wrist back. Uh, so it is at like a 90 degree angle. Yeah. Uh, and he, he's holding on to it. And he says, now look, if you don't want to stick around here and pay rent like everybody else, be my guest. There's the door but let's not put knives to each other's throats. Because as soon as we start doing that, I'm going to have to call my boys, and I have more boys than you think I have. I've got more boys than you think I've got, too. What? Yes, yes. It sounded cool when I said it. Is that what it sounded like? Yeah, I mean, yes. Threats of boys? No, let's not talk like this. Um, you hear a knock at the office door. Oh, we've got company. Can you keep it together for two minutes? 
Stir, uh, as, as Can you keep it together for two minutes while I handle my business? Uh, Stirfry drops all of his uh, limbs onto the ground. That's what I thought. There's no money in hurting you now, you fool. He goes to open the doors. Hello? Um, you don't see anyone. <gasps> hmm. Must have been a phantom knock. Terrible court. And he closes the door. Albie, can you make a stealth roll for me? Yes. Nineteen. He closes the door uh, and he turns back to Stir Fry. He misses you, but Stir Fry, you can see Albie is standing on the other side of the door now. Stir Fry recollects his limbs and rolls back to the wall. He then puts his hands up. Look, as far as I can tell, you and your friends are potential tenants right now. I might not be everyone's cup of tea, but I'm not in the habit of killing tenants. I'm not. I'm a greedy man, not a stupid man. Albie signals, she makes direct eye contact with Stir Fry and, you know, the, the look on her face is, what are you doing? One of Stir Fry's eyes uh, looks to her and then looks back at uh, a Scrum. So it's just one eye, not both. Scrum, we're not going to pay rent. We're not going to be in your debt. We're going to take whatever we have, we need here, and we're going to kill Mother like everyone else who's gotten in our way before. All right. You're going to kill Mother? We're going to kill Mother. Then you have nothing to fear from me. Uh, that's not... That's, see, I am a friend to you. I am an enemy of Mother and thus a friend to you. Yeah, you don't have to worry yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, I've yeah, told yeah, you a few lies before, which you should have been smart enough to see through. I think you think of yourself as a trickster, don't you? Oh, I am a trickster. I'm very... Well, then trick people. What? <laughs> I'm a trickster. I trick people. Do it if you're going to do it. Don't just talk about it. So if you want to get out of here and you want to kill Mother, be my guest. But if you want to hurt the head of the resistance, that's a that's stupid. That's a stupid move. Stirfry's eye goes to Albie again and then moves up and down and up and down and moves back. She looks up and down and then shrugs at him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, Stir, one of Stirfry's arms, uh, one of Stirfry's hands flops down and tries to make a like a a cut a cutthroat a cutthroat sign. Albie shakes her head. No. Stirfry's uh, hands drop. All right, all right, all right. Just want you to know that we're serious here and we won't be fucked over. I'm not trying to fuck you over. Now, if you really won't pay rent, you had better kill mother, or I am trying to fuck you over. Is that clear? But that's clear. What was that song you sang before? <laughs> My theme song? No, not that one. The one that got us in. All mixed up? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not know that one? No, that was cool. Oh, there's a certain, there's like a theme that we try to, we try to do themes for the passwords, you know? We have to change them all the time. Mother keeps finding out about the passwords. So they've got to be technically difficult to sing, right? But I try to keep them fun. Try to keep them fun. We cut back outside, which is why I just, I'm not a condom guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just feels different, you know? It just, uh -huh. it just feels oh, I don't like. Bellows at the bar. Bello, you're at the bar. Um, uh, Virtue Pepsi uh, greets you at the bar. Mm, hello there, friend. Hello, Virtue. Ah, yes, my name is Virtue Pepsi. I believe we've met before. We have. Hey, I was Are you the one tiefling I've met in my entire life? 
Guilty as charged, my my friend. Bello. Yes, yes, I remember yeah, now. Yeah, 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 that's me. I remember your name by putting it in a field where my older brother had sex. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, where's punished Lucas? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And he takes, he's not wearing a hat, but he just like gestures like he's taking a hat off and he puts it to his chest. Fallen. No. Fallen like my own brother. Fallen, Pepsi. Oh. Well, that's not quite true. Punished Lucas is alive and well. However, he's, he points up there. Well, for his sake, I can only hope it's felt as a great punishment. No, it's the great irony, you see. Oh. It turns out that when Mother controls you by the brain, yeah. it feels incredible. She turns off all of your pain receptors. No! It feels amazing. And so poor punished Lucas, a man addicted to pain, must be in a hell unimaginable. That's horrible. Yes, it is. What can I get you, friend? Well, I'd like a beer, but also there's one other ah, person I'm looking for. we have beer and spades. <laughs> beer and spades. Bellow's scanning the room, and he's looking for someone. Of sort of do you seek? Uh, sort of in a rodent persuasion. Yeah, make a perception roll. That's a 16. A 16? You're scanning the room. You see, uh, no, that guy's just short. He's not a rat. That guy's just, he's got... Uh, brown hair all over his body. That's uh, intriguing, but he's not a rat. That guy's got sort of ratty features, but he's not. If only those three guys could run together really quickly, maybe we'd have one. But no, no, that's not. That guy's wearing a diaper. No, that seems to be a sex thing. No, that's just a. Yeah, no, he's he's not here, Bello. Oh. Who are you looking for, my friend? I know that look. I know it well. It was the look in my own eye when I was looking for. Fallen Pepsi. Yeah, that I'm terrible for... name. That name that cursed him. Yeah, I'm looking for Jerry. Jerry Mentalgen. Jerry Mentalgen. How do you know about Jerry Mentalgen? Well, I met him around the time I met you. Oh dear, you went into the basement. Yeah. It's a Jerry long story. Mental... I and I haven't time for it. I have to pour the beers aplenty. Jerry Mentalgen escaped into the sewers. We don't know where he is. His, la his whereabouts are unknown. But he's still free. Free? Perhaps. Or perhaps he was snatched up by mother. There's just no way to know. I'll have to hope. Was he a friend to you? A student, perhaps? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think I taught him something. I'd like to think that, too. I prefer the good thoughts to the bad ones. Haha. <laughs> Do you... Do you know anything about Mother? I know quite a great deal about Mother, unfortunately. Several months ago, some seeds sprouted up out of the jail. Nobody knows why. Nobody knows who planted them. But all agree that if we ever find who planted them, we will kill them in a way that will maximize pain. Even if it was sort of inadvertent and not their fault and even if it was inadvertent even if it was not their fault our way of life here in the soaking valley has been ruined perhaps permanently what if the people who are responsible um kill mother and save the town well, then the sins would be washed clean <laughs> All right. that would be the only way to do it though fair enough virtue i'm virtue pepsi and your name was yes bellow i'm going back to that field now <laughs> Bello turns back to Cordelia and Senator. 
And me! <laughs> I find condoms fascinating. They are, they're interesting little, uh, they're interesting little, little creatures, aren't they? They're strange little things, because in the world of Cordelia, they're, they're alive initially. Cordelia uh, is looking at Bello so hard. Like, just daggers, daggers into his eyes. Oh, Cordelia, I meant to ask you something in private. God, okay, yep, here I come. <laughs> That's fine, I can talk to this little fella. This man was a little, little, little goblin of a creature, but a little bit of skeleton too. You're a strange looking man. I don't mean to, I don't mean to make any sort of commentary on whether you're good to look at or bad to look at. I myself am no spring chicken. I'm a, I'm a bit strange to look at myself, unless what you're into is completely white-haired halflings with a, a with a, a uh, with a, a happy expression on their face. Many are, but not everyone's into it. There's just, there's all different tastes make the world go round. What are you into, my friend? I want to find out more about condoms. Oh, then I, you came to the right place. I'm a bit of a condom expert, you see, due to my years of avoiding them. <laughs> we cut now to Bello and Cordelia. God, Bello! <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, I had to, you know, I, I, I couldn't, I was, I, self-preservation yeah, no kicked in. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> Look, it's true. We did it to Freddy. What's going on? Where's Albie? Where's stir fry? I thought they were with you. Cut now to the inside of the of the office as Scrum is uh, is talking to stir fry and said, "Can I level with you?" Yes. Look, I know your language. You speak the language of hatred and violence. It's a language I'm fluent in myself. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are right. I've seen the way you with work. a stone cold killer. Yes. What if? Somebody non-mother related was giving me trouble. Somebody in the resistance. Would it be worth your while if I were to throw a little bit of money your way and you just solved my problem? Are we understanding each other? Well, how could you solve my problem beyond money? What do you mean? I would I would give the money to you. I'm 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 proposing an exchange of capitals for goods or services. In this case, services. Okay. I would give you money, and in exchange for that, you would provide a service for me. Are you not familiar with this? No, I get it. I get it. This is my job. I just know that sometimes people think money's enough. You want more than money. Yeah. That's fine. I can give you property. I can give you... Uh, those are the big two. I can give you an experience. <laughs> I have all sorts of experiences. I don't know. So you've known me in the past, but you don't know about my new duo, the Murder Twins. Me and I know, I'm not familiar with the murder twins. What? Just quit beating around the bush and tell me, what's it going to cost? Um, Albie, what what else do we want? Whoa! And he turns (laughs) at that. He says, someone else is in the room with me. Good God. Yes. Well, if this is an ad for the murder twins, consider me impressed. I knocked. Yeah, well, then you disappeared. You two are a tricky bunch, aren't you? It seems maybe I underestimated you. Who in the resistance is giving you trouble? One of the Pepsi brothers. Who else? Which one? Those tricky Pepsi brothers. They're a, they're a unit, you see. And so because two of them, Pepsi and Strong, have now been absorbed by Mother, now the other Pepsi brothers are, oh, they're dragging their feet. It's that horrible, the oldest brother. Senator? No, older still. Probably. Older than Senator? Older than Senator. What's a brother rarely met, but he makes all the decisions. He's the power behind the other brothers. What he says goes. No, I speak, of course, of... He looks around both ways. He lowers his voice. Stale Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) 
tail, Pepsi. Shh, keep your voice down. Sorry. If this gets out, if it gets out that I'm even considering doing something like this, you know what that would happen? You know what would happen to me? But you're the leader of the resistance. Why do you need stale Pepsi's sign off? Because everything has to come to a fucking vote. It's terrible. We want I wanted to be I wanted to be a, a resistance, right? We just we get up there, we kill mother, but they want to do it with minimal casualties. I want to do it with maximal casualties. You want to kill all the people that are mother? Not all of the people, most of the people. They're used to certain rents. And so when they're dead, new people can come in. They're not you they don't know what rents are here, and I can raise them. I don't know why I thought we could do business with you. Stir fry, come on. Scrum north. What of it? Give me Scrum North. Give you Scrum North, the crown jewel of that part of the road? <laughs> <laughs> Give me Scrum North. You want Scrum North? Yes. And in exchange, but in exchange, you'll solve my problem? Yes. Interesting. All right, Bird, you drive a hard bargain. Scrum North it is. All right. All right. See, Abby, soon we'll have a home. Yeah, um, Starfrake. Were you homeless? <laughs> well, no, just we, well, well, actually, yes, kind of. Uh, yeah, well, neither here nor there. Now you have Scrum North. <laughs> problem solved. But you need to solve my problem now or nothing. Understood. And by the way, if you're caught, you don't know me. I don't know you. Okay, and if you're caught, same thing. Yeah, of course. If I, yeah, if I'm caught doing nothing, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, no, you drive a hard bargain. Um. Okay, I think we're done doing business here. Yes. Let's shake on it. And Stirfy shakes his, shimmies his shoulders a little bit. You're, you're fucking weird. Get out of my office. All right, peace. Um. Peace. Okay, yeah, peace. Well, yeah, live, yeah, live long and prosper, buddy. Get out of here. Alvy's gonna wait for Stirfy in the hallway. Sir, if I steps out. The camera does not linger in the office. It is none of our business what Scrum gets up to right now. <laughs> Instead, the camera follows Stir Fry and Albie. Oh, the camera loves you guys. Stir Fry, what were you trying to do in there? I don't know. I get in the room with him and he's quite compelling. I wanted to kill him. I, well, first I just wanted to see what he was talking about. It seemed like it's secret plans, secret <sighs> intentions. Stir and Fry, don't you realize where are the fucking bad guys here? You keep talking about all the people trying to fuck us over. We ruined Peepus' life. We ruined the Soaking Valley. We should be trying to make this right. We should be trying to go and get Polaris University back. It's not right for you to keep trying to just kill everyone that pisses you off. That's not what... But that... That's not what I thought we were talking about when we decided to team up. You know, I, I worked with you to kill Virginia because she was... She was a bad person who is going to ruin our friend's life, but you're just, you're just trying to fuck over anyone who looks at you wrong. That's not right, Stir Fry. But for you, for you, baby, for you, for everyone. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not what I want. I know, so I know it's what you want. You're so young. You're still a kid, Albie. I'm not it's... a kid. You're in college, student. All right? You not don't anymore. get it. You think we can just waltz back? Think we just waltz back home? We're gonna have to go to hell eventually. Let's go to hell in style. Let's go to hell with no one fucking us. Let's go to hell with everyone knowing our names as someone not to fuck with, okay? We you think that that's what's gonna happen when we get to hell? Is that everyone is just gonna stay out of our way? 
Yeah, because they'd be so scared of us. They fucked with the resistance. They fucked with Mother. Everyone who came in their path was destroyed. Surfry, listen. I love you, okay? I do. You drive me crazy, but I love you. But you're wrong here. This is... We're the bad guys. And it's up to us to fix this. And that's why I'm going to hell. Not to prove how bad I am. And she walks away. But I... Uh, <sighs> go on, walk away. You're scared. You're just scared. You're scared to do what it takes, LB. I love you too. God damn it, I love you because you're a kid to me. You're just like Peepus to me. And I'm helping you be strong. Just like Peepus, I'm helping you be strong. I am the eldest bird. I am the most powerful <laughs> of them all. And you can, and you have that right there. You have that too, Elby. Don't be afraid of who you are. You're just like me. A murderer. A man right behind you, Stir Fry, taps you on the shoulder and says, I'm so sorry, is this not the bathroom one? No, this is not. <laughs> I believe it's actually on the other side to your left. Okay, I'm new to the resistance. Yep, uh, me too. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High five? Uh, not when you're about to use a bathroom. <laughs> why would that affect Why would that affect the cleanliness of my hands? That brings... It's right after that you should be worried. No, you don't know if I wash. No, that brings my stuff into dirt into your business. You know what I mean? So then like, I'm just... Oh, you've got dirty hands. Yeah, of course. But... A conscientious man. Here you go. Well, I don't want your dirt on my stuff. Exactly. So... <laughs> he turns and walks away. <laughs> what a scene. Uh, we cut back to Bello and Cordelia in the uh, in, in the bar room. I think we just have to find like the best route to Mother, and then we just like we gotta get in and out. We gotta like we gotta just like take care of this, you know. I I don't think we should deal with Mother. Really? If we, if we kill Mother, Mother could go to hell. I don't want to deal with her again. Why don't we just pass through this and? deal with the college like we said we were going to i mean that's what i was saying earlier frankly well i, I don't i don't know that you're wrong cord i don't know why i'm raising my voice but i just feel like we're getting caught up in other people's stuff again and again and again don't we have our own shit don't we have our own one mission like let's fucking do it for once Exactly, and like you're after- goddamn right. And a drunk Peepus uh, points his his right hand on his left arm. Oh my god! And he says, "You're goddamn right. You're right. Why? Do you, who cares about other people? Right? That's how I. That's the way I've always had to live. I don't give a shit about the raccoons and the foxes and the the, the canaries and the other <laughs> birds native to this part of the world. Robins. Robins." Uh, otters. I don't care about any of them. I don't care. They're cute as all hell, but I don't. I don't fucking care. It's just me. I'm all. I'm all alone. And I look at look at me. Look how well I turned out. Peepus, that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why would you say what I'm saying? Yeah. Copying me much? <laughs> you Cord. interrupted to say. Okay. All right. Uh, I interrupted <laughs> to agree with you. I know exactly, but I'm. But you're suggesting that you don't care about anything. And that's not I what I'm saying. I'm anything. not saying I'm we shouldn't cold, save these. I'm a nihilistic cynic. <laughs> a badass. A 90s-style badass who plays <laughs> by his own rules. That's awesome, dude. Hell yeah. But I'm just saying there's there are people to save. 
they're just people in hell. We specifically need to go save those people. And if we kill Mother, that's just sending her to them. And then when we get back from hell, we could take care of it. Exactly. Look, if you guys want to do whatever you want to do, I don't care. I'm just a cool, jaded badass. And he takes a drag of a cigarette yeah. and exhales and says, we're inside, by the way. <laughs> Fair point. Really um, cool. Albie marches over to Bello and she's like shaking. Bello can see she's really upset. Babe, what's wrong? I just, I feel like stir fry. Can you believe he just wanted to, he just doesn't see that this is our problem. Uh, what? He doesn't, she like sort of takes Bello by the elbow and like pulls him away for a second to talk to him privately. And as you pull him, you pull him back, uh, Senator Pepsi and uh, <laughs> Frederick, and uh, they're just in like in the middle of a conversation. So, Senator Pepsi, you're telling me that I can enjoy all of the carnal delights of a bone-shattering orgasm inside of another person without the terrible, all-encompassing fear and anxiety that I put baby in them? That's right, that is exactly what I'm saying, even though that isn't what I meant to say. As you remember, I was firmly on the side of no condoms. I was not a fan of the condoms, and yet I have somehow turned into an advertisement for condoms. But if that's the way you want to go, that's the way you want to go. Everybody's life is special, and it is their own. I wouldn't want to meet another Senator Pepsi, except the one I meet every day in the mirror. So maybe I would. Hell, it might be very fun to meet another Senator Pepsi. Where was this sentence going? That's anybody's guess. I'm not really a plan them out as I say them kind of guy. I'm often surprised by the things that I say that come out of my mouth, that fall out of my mouth like turds out of a horse's butthole. <laughs> and Bella and Albie keep walking. <laughs> Bella, did you hear what I... Did you hear how this happened? It's because of the seeds that we took from Mother that we just left. You know, it's... it's we keep ruining people's lives i don't i'll be i'm gonna shoot you straight and say i don't remember the seeds or leaving <laughs> the seeds but hearing that i do understand that this could be our fault yes yes <laughs> i mean i think freddie was hanging on to them but like but we didn't stop fred him, but we didn't stop him and we didn't you know i don't remember if it was you or me who left peepas on the ground but we didn't come back for him and now look everyone's lives are just terrible and it's because it's because of us I don't know if we're gonna come back from hell. I don't know if we will have time to make it right, but we're here now and there's a resistance and they're trying really hard and I wanna help them. You don't think we're gonna come back from hell? I, I'm, I think we should be prepared that we might not. This is sort of hitting Bello for the first time. He's, uh, his face darkens hotly. <laughs> I'll be, <laughs> um, I'll be like, I'll be like, careful. <laughs> I'll be, uh, um, puts her hand on his cheek. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not counting on it. I see. All right, then. Then we gotta take care of it now, and if we meet Mother again in hell, so be it. She might 
I don't know if she's got a soul to speak of. Yeah, I mean, maybe she could, maybe we could, like, send her to heaven. Maybe we could send her to heaven. <laughs> yeah, and she kisses yeah. him on the face. Yeah, yeah, that's the spirit. Let's send mother to heaven. Let's send mother to heaven. And Bello kisses Albie on the face. <laughs> missing the mouth. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> Glancing her lips. <laughs> like an aerial strike on the face. Bello kisses <laughs> Albie on the eye. Oh, thanks. Senator Pepsi overhears you and says, Here, here, let's send mother to heaven. Here, here. Here, here. Whoa. Hip, hip. Let's send mother to heaven. Let's send mother to heaven. Well, that's what I call an episode of Rude Tales of Magic. It's me, Senator Pepsi. Gray Freaker is, uh, he's out on a hot date. He's out on a hot date right now with a wretched ghoul. So I'm taking over the outro duties for him, for the, that, uh, that Gray Freaker, that, that terrible, horrible little man. Uh, is he a puppet? Is he a human being? Ain't nobody know the answer to that one. Certainly not me. I'm Senator Pepsi from Tales of Magic, and I'm doing the outro. Now, where, who is what in this? I don't know who played what, because you understand, to me, I don't under, I don't know, I'm confused by what I'm about to say. These actors, actors played these characters? My whole reality has been thrown into chaos to, to learn this. My reality is under assault right now as I tell you the following information, which is, that was Allie Fisher as Cordelia. Now, Cordelia, you may remember, she was that tall fella, that, that large Sasquatch who, now you understand, to me, I'm a halfling, so I'm half the size of a man. Now, she's double size the size of a man there, so I, to me, she's six times, I don't know if the math works out. I'm more of a bartender than I am a mathematician, but that's who played Cordelia, a woman by the name of Allie Fisher, who I believe works in publishing. Now, as for Albie, that was played by, by a woman by the name of uh, Carly Minardo. Carla Minardo, you might be familiar with if you are a fan of Carla Minardo's work as an illustrator. She's worked all over the all over town on, on all sorts of different shows. Uh, Boyd Goyle, Boy, Boy, <laughs> Boyd Goyle, I don't swim. <laughs> My accent laid waste to the to Bird Girl, Boyd Goyle, uh, <laughs> don't swim. That's what that's what Carla Minardo worked on. She was Albie. Now you have to please understand that I um. And sort of having like a, a Lovecraft situation as I realize that these characters that I'm that I know that to me are real, they're but they're but shadows on a cave wall played by these actors. Christopher Hastings. Now that man's a stranger to me, but he played Frederick the Bonesby. Now he now, 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 that character there, he might not be like a brother to me. Now you know my brothers. I'll, I'll list them now. We got uh we got strong Pepsi, we got Pepsi Pepsi, we got Virtue Pepsi, we got Bukaki Pepsi. Well, we got others that I don't I don't remember if they were or were not introduced in this episode because by the nature of storytelling, I don't remember what was said in this episode. But I do know that Christopher Hastings played Frederick the Bodesby. Now, Christopher Hastings, he is a comic artist par excellence. You know, what you're going to want to do is you're going to look up the any, any comics written or illustrated by Christopher Hastings. You're going to want to read them. 
You're going to want to read them unless you're illiterate, which I have to assume a big chunk of our fans are. And for you, I say bad news. Uh, Joe Lepore, Joe Lepore played the character who to me is a real poison. And his name is Bello. Joe Lepore, an incredible comedian in in, uh, in New York. Uh, you should check out his sketch comedy group, Nitro Goyles. Uh, to Magnet Theater. He also runs another podcast called ODs, Those Stars of Space, that when I listen to it, I take enormous psychic damage, imagining these these horrible stories out beyond the stars, which to me, uh, the sky is a flat a surface that if you get up high enough, you can touch it. You can touch it. You just you put your finger in it. But no, now I, I've learned from listening to... But on what? On what would I listen to Oh These, Those Stars of Space? Somehow, though, I have listened to it. And I gotta say, not a fan of Groomda, who was played by Sto- Tim Platt. Tim Platt, uh, he played Stoyfry. Now, Tim Platt, uh, what a weird little fella, as as would befit the actor who plays Stoyfry. Tim Platt's a comedian. You should check out his show, Made of Bugs. Uh, it's, it's coming up at, at, a, at a certain point, or maybe it's not. I don't. But, but you know what? You, well, you know what? I'll tell you what you should do. You should look up Tim Platt on social media. He's always doing a show or another, or look up one of his videos. He has one I really like, where uh, hell, a guy's job is to just enhance <laughs> images of Hellraiser, of pin, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Just look at him. Tim is a unique comedy voice. That sounds like a, a shot at Tim. I assure you, it isn't. He's a, he's a dear friend. He was in my my wedding. Uh oh! At this point, the the wall between me and Branson Reese breaks down just a little bit. There, Branson Reese played everything and everyone else, including me. When I look into a mirror, I don't recognize my own reflection, and I get scared as can be. Root Tales of Magic is produced by Bucket of Milk. Now that's a good name for a production company, Bucket of Milk. When I think of a bucket of milk, I, well, I, I don't want to tell you what goes through my head. And I'll get into that in a second, but I, we got actual credits I should get to. Steve De La Mata, he is the he's who edited this beautiful episode of the podcast. If you love this episode, I want you to find Steve De La Mata and thank him. And or don't do that. That's don't that's a don't, don't breach that. Don't you don't cross that parasocial boundary. But I want you to think good thoughts of Steve De La Mata. And while you think of good thoughts, I want you to, to give a good thought, give a warm thought to Mike Rugnetta. We're giving him a special thanks there for engineering this episode. And boy, boy, he pulled us out of a pickle jar. That's what he, 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 he pulled us out of a pickle jar. We were just, we were drowning inside of a pickle jar. But Mike Rugnetta, he reached in and he pulled us out. He, he, he special help with the engineering. This episode was sound designed and scored by Michael Wolf himself. If you, now, Michael Wolf is a, a close personal friend of Branson's. Uh, he's a good man, and he did excellent work on this episode. If you like this episode, I've got no other spot of that is due to Michael Wolf. Now, we got the wheel. We had additional sound design from Michael Gelfi and Taylor Moore. And we got, oh boy, we got some big ones I got to thank here. We got to thank Tyler Button and Sydney and Benjamin Paul, who are our highest patron tier, Patreon patron tiers. Without them, it's very unlikely that we'd be keeping the lights on or even alive. That's right. We owe our very lives to these to these wonderful creatures. Usually when someone calls someone a creature, it's an insult. I mean it quite the opposite. I mean it as one of the gravest compliments that's ever been given. Now, just something I want to say before, before, before you get y'all out of here. There's a lot of talk in this episode about condoms. When you should wear them, when not to wear them. I believe I came down hard on the side of anti-condoms, saying don't wear, don't you ever wrap it up. Don't Whatever you do, don't you wear a condom. Don't you do it. But now I got to say, 
and we got a lot of young listeners. Sometimes it's okay to wear a condom. If you're not sure, if you're in a situation where you, should I wear a condom? Should I not wear a condom? You don't know what to do? Put a little condom on. Couldn't hurt you. Now, maybe, maybe you can't put a condom on. Maybe you don't got the parts. Help your partner get a condom on. Maybe you, you, you carry a condom with you. So just wrap it. Maybe you don't want kids. Maybe you're not at a place where you're ready for kids. Maybe because I, because I don't, who, I don't, who, I don't, you don't know. You don't know how potent you are. Your Everest poem could be a, a soldier, a warrior of virtue, just shooting on through the boys' canal. And just, well, they don't go through the boys' canal. That's later. Now, that's now that's a, that's a, a boys in the bee story for another day. I, I, I'm curious, are there, and this horrifies me to consider if there are young children who listen to Root Tales of Magic, and this is how they're getting the talk. I hope not. That's a, a, a horrible thought for me to, I don't know what, I don't know. I got, I, I can, right now, I can see Joe on the Zoom as he directs the outro. And he doesn't know. He's putting his hands up. He don't know what to do. He's shaking his head. I'm shaking my head. We are brothers in confusion. We don't know what's going on. We don't know which way is left, which way is right. By the way, I'm delivering this entire outro from my mind palace the field where I lost my virginity. And it's as overcast as ever. I cannot see the sun. I can't see it. But what I can see is my memories of losing my virginity in an open field. Just, <laughs> just That's how I did it. In an open field, I just had sex on an overcast day. We couldn't wait to get to a bed. I've, now, I tell you, I've had sex since then. I've done it in a bed. I've done it in a couch. I've done it in a back seat of a car. In a couch is a strange way. On a couch is how you do it. But at I t- at a, in a field, not one of the best ways to do it. If you are a discerning fella, and and sex, and you're it's it's you got your your pick of the litter for where you could have sex. Don't you do it in a field? What are you a what are you a beast? What are you one of God's lower creatures? I don't think so. Or maybe you are. You listen to Root Tales of Magic after all. You disgust me. Oh, no, I've been told not to do that. Don't talk about the fans that way. Did you guys ever check out the Patreon? There's a Patreon. There's a vote. ABC, they say ABC. It's, it's not just the beginning of the alphabet. It's also, it's a, a thrilling business model philosophy. Always be closing. You go to patreon.com slash Root Tales of Magic. You can access a bonus content from years, years yonder years back in the past it was oily days of covid and i had lost my damn mind so i watched all of space jam for no fucking reason and i did an audio commentary as senator pepsi who is me so of course i did it i just did it out of character because i'm senator pepsi and i watched along with with space jam it's sort of an artifact of a different time so if you want to if you're if you're young let's say you're super young maybe you're in the future you're like what was it like at the dawn of covid i want you to listen to that and you'll know it was not a good time so that's everything that i have to say i've never i've never run out of things to say before usually people are cutting me off they're cutting me off left and right they're saying senator pepsi we don't want to hear what you got to say anymore but this is what happened when i'm alone i just talk until i fall asleep <laughs> That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>